Hello and welcome to Dreams of Fairy Godmothers. Inside, we'll be having conversations over coffee about life, leadership, spirituality and chasing your dreams. Lots of juicy topics. I'm Emily Wilkes, coach, leader, spiritual mentor and the host of this podcast. I can't wait to see you inside. Hello everyone. I hope you're having a beautiful start to your day, to your week. Give me a yell when you jump on. Let me know you're there. I am here a little bit earlier today. I've got to go out this afternoon and have my vaccine. So I thought I'll jump in early this morning and have a chat with you and just see how you're going and share a few thoughts that have been popping up that I thought might be worthwhile sharing on this episode. So welcome along. Um, it's great to have you joining me for this session. Um, if you watch the replay as well, let me know. Let, leave a like or a comment just to let me know you've watched the replay too. I always love to hear when people have had a chance to have a listen and a watch and to share their thoughts as well. So I wanted to talk to you about something today which has come up over the past week, um, some stories uh, that I've been hearing and conversations I've been having um, with various different people and particularly with some of the coaches that I'm in contact with through my business and through my coaching, um, some of the conversations that have been happening around business and where it's at and the ups and downs of the entrepreneurial kind of space and the entrepreneurial life and the journey that we all take. And one of the things that's come through a theme or a pattern which has sort of appeared, I guess, in those conversations is this idea about finding a way or quitting. And I think it's really interesting to chat about this human nature um, that we have or this tendency that we have as hello to those of you that are joining. Um, those of us that have, um, I mean, we're, our human nature, which is in certain situations, in challenging situations for us to cut and run. So our, our fight or flight, you know, our and I think that, you know, we've trained ourselves in many ways to minimize the fight aspect of our human nature but in lots of ways the flight aspect of our human nature is something that we we well accept so when something happens that arouses fear or doubt or worry or scarcity or any of those um those thoughts or those beliefs that we have that prevent us feeling confident and you know filled with our own sense of internal power, our own creativity, our own kind of capacity. Anything that challenges that can be something which triggers a sense of wanting to run away. And so when people talk about in their business or in their coaching or in their endeavors in life, when they say, I'm not sure whether to persist with this or whether to just, you know, give it up 
give it up, quit, do something else. And I think this is a really common theme in business and it's something that's talked about a lot is this idea of that it's an either-or kind of proposition. If this isn't working the way that I want it to or isn't flying in the direction that I imagined it would or it's harder than I expected or it's more challenging, there's things that are coming up that I didn't anticipate, that the choice is then between do I keep going or do I give it up, do I quit? And I I strongly believe that this tendency that we have to make the decision and either or around continuing or giving up is about that internal fear that we have and that fear which triggers that flight response that we have within us where we think that we're safer if we run. We don't desire to run. We don't have anything that we're running towards when we do that, when we say that. Um, we don't have a clear direction in mind, we actually have this sense of running away from what we wanted because it's not working the way we expected or anticipated. And so the either or decision isn't made from a place of intention. It's not play, made from a place of love. It's not played, um, made from a place of service. It's made from a place of fear of what is going to happen fear about if this continues, um, that things aren't working or that I can't find the solutions or I don't have the answers, that somehow things are going to unravel around me and I'm going to be worse off. So better for me to cut and run now while things are at this point rather than when things are potentially worse. And so it really reflects the state that we're in when we make that decision. We're in a place of fear. We're making a decision from a place of scarcity. We're making a decision from a place of worry about what the future holds rather than about, you know, coming from a place of internal confidence and trust and wisdom and knowing that things are going to work out if we just find that that way, that path, that, you know, navigate our way through it through it, over it, around it, whatever it is. And so I wanted to just really reflect on this because I think the way we frame it often is that either or, that we're making the decision of do we continue or do we give it up? When maybe it's, and not maybe, it definitely is so many, we have so many more choices available to us than that. For whatever reason, our brain, when we're in a state of stress or worry or doubt or fear, we revert to this either-or thinking where we feel like we have to save ourselves or protect ourselves or defend ourselves from some harm that could be on its way to us. And so our thinking starts to become really narrow and our decision-making starts to become really limited and we start to lose that sense of creativity that helps us navigate these challenges. And we just start to kind of make a decision based on that one option of do I continue on in this, on this path that seems really hard and challenging and difficult or do I um, just let it go? And the let it go or the surrender or the um, giving it up direction um, can feel like a relief. It can feel like an easy way forward. And I want to separate out these these um, concepts as well, because letting go and giving up and running away are not the same thing. Letting go comes from a space of trust. Letting go and surrendering comes from a place of trust. It doesn't imply that you give something up. It doesn't imply that you 
close the door on it, that you draw a line around it and say, that's done now. Letting go is so different. Letting go is letting go of the energy that we're putting around something that is causing us to hold on to it. It's letting go of the energy that causes us to um, make decisions from that place of fear. Letting go and surrendering is about accepting and trusting that all will work out and unfold as it it needs to as you know in ways that will bring joy to us in ways that we can't necessarily foresee right now letting go comes from a place of love it comes from a place within us that feels secure and feels confident and feels that even though we can't see the whole path that things are going to be okay that they're going to work out um, and we don't know what working out looks like, but we know that they'll work work out one way or another, that, that things are going to be okay, that we're going to be okay, that we're safe, that we're loved, that um, life is moving in the direction that it needs to. And so this idea about cutting and running is so different than a sense of surrender and letting go, where we're allowing ourselves more space for more options. So surrendering and letting go allows us to let go of the um, intensity of the way in which we're gripping onto something, which then allows more inspired solutions and ideas and um, creative opportunities to flow to us. It, it enables us to think in more open ways, to see more options that are available to us rather than kind of holding ourselves to this kind of rigid idea of it's this or this. Um, and so I wanted to chat about this because I think any decision that we make really comes down to one of two things. We're either carrying love in our heart when we're making that decision or we're carrying fear. And when we make the decision to cut and run, we're making that decision out of fear. When we make the decision to let go of something, we're making it from that space of love, from that space of safety, from that space of trust that we talked about before. And so it's a really important distinction for us to make at each point in our lives and in our businesses as well. Just because something doesn't look the way that we think it should doesn't mean that it's time for us to give it up, that it's time to shut the door, that it's time to surrender and cut and run. What it means is that we need to be more creative in our thinking. Something doesn't look the way that we thought it should. Maybe we were looking at it the wrong way. Maybe what we thought we were you know, destined for isn't what we were destined for and that there's something far greater that we haven't yet seen or we haven't yet realized. And so that surrender and letting go helps us release that pressure on the situation, releases that pressure on ourselves to solve it and fix it and mold it and bend it into the shape that we think it should be. And it allows us to kind of allow it to flow, allow solutions to flow, allow the universe to do its job, to allow things to fall into place, for energy to kind of flow around all the options and possibilities that are there for us and enables us to see them. You know, when we block ourselves off, when we decide that it's a decision between two things, continuing on this hard path or letting something go, we don't see all the options that are actually right there in front of us. And when we surrender and let go, we start to notice them. We start to have this free flow of 
energy which opens our mind which helps our brain work in different ways which helps our you know neural pathways to relax we move out of that sort of middle part of our brain where it's where we're using the primitive fight or flight part and we start to move into the parts of our brain that work in much more kind of effective and flexible and open ways and as soon as we do that those answers start to flow to us as soon as we do things that help us relax as soon as we do things that help us feel joy as soon as we do things that help us have that sense of fun in our lives and that excitement about the here and now and also the possibilities um, we really enable our mind to be so much more creative and we enable our spirit to kind of start to speak to us and we start to hear it we start to listen and we start to pay attention to the things that we that are helping us along, that are nurturing us, that are gently guiding us in the direction that we need to be going. And I think this is something that can really um, be lost when we're in that state of tension, when we're in that state of holding tight and controlling, trying to control things, is we become so narrow in our focus that we don't notice those things. We don't see them. We don't hear um the what you know we hear things through the lens that we've got in that moment that narrow lens so when someone says something to us what we hear is that fear-based thinking we've got the fear filter over the top of what is being said so we hear it from a place of skepticism of doubt we hear it from a place of um you know over you know we scrutinize things more than what we need to because we start to think I need to protect myself here. I need to be listening out for things to go wrong. I need to listen out for situations where I need to protect myself and put my guard up again or I need to be protective and you know bring up those defenses that I've used over the years in this situation because I'm scared of where it will go if I don't do that. Instead of looking at the situation and saying, "Well, what are the possibilities here?" you know, potentially this situation isn't going the way I imagined it would, but what direction could it be going in? You know, what are the options here? It could be any number of different things rather than just the the kind of um, negative scenario of it's not going to work out or it's going to be bad for me or it's going to be um, a disaster here. Like we kind of go down that path. So when we have that fear, it spirals, it gets more, it, you know, it grows. And so you know, I think the power of this conversation is really in how we interrupt it, how we recognize when something like this is happening to us. And one of the things that we've talked about that is a key, you know, indicator of that narrowness in our thinking is when we start to make decisions and either or. It's either, hopefully this is going to keep going. Um, so it's that sense of making a Hello, I hope I'm back. I just had a low connection. I'll wrap this up fairly soon so that we don't um, jump in and out too much based on the connection I've got. Um, but yeah, it's really about recognizing those early warning signals. And one of them is that really narrow decision making where we think it's an either or. Whenever we're in that situation, we know that we're likely in fear because we're starting to limit ourselves to, to very narrow options that are available to us when really there are unlimited number of options available to us. There are unlimited numbers of possibilities that could present themselves to us or that could be available to us if we are willing to look and notice them. If we're willing to open our minds and start to see all the different 
possibilities, all the different directions we could go, all the different solutions that could be available, all the things that we could create to circumvent the problem or the challenge that we're faced with. And so really it's about recognizing it at that early stage and then thinking about, well, what are the things that help me reconnect with that free internal state, that love that's within me, that sense of connection to that inner wisdom that's guiding me and helping me on my journey, that sense of connection to the universe that I trust in and that I know is supporting and guiding me on my on my journey, that I know is surrounding me with unlimited possibilities, with unlimited opportunities and unlimited kinds of um, journeys that I could take here. There's not just one path for you. There's any number of different paths and really it comes down to you and what you want to choose and the the direction that you um, find is your path of least resistance. And anytime you find a path is putting up barriers, it's likely to do with that inner resistance that we have, that we there's something within us that's telling us that this isn't the right path for me, or this doesn't feel like the right path for me, or there's something within me which is stopping me moving forward on this path or on this journey. There's something, a belief within me that's causing me to see this as, you know, that it's not working or there's a part, there's something within me that's seeing this as it's going to take something away from me or it's going to affect my life in some way that I don't, you know, imagine that I didn't imagine or there's something within us, that inner resistance which comes up, which causes us to feel like something isn't working or causes us to feel like we've encountered some barrier. And so sort of acknowledging that, acknowledging that, you know, we know, recognizing when that's happening, recognizing that we feel constrained, we feel tight, we feel limited, we feel um, like we're choosing from a space of um, unappealing options, that all the options are unappealing, none of them feel appealing. We know that that is based in our fear and not based in that sense of love and trust and confidence in the journey we're taking, in our inner wisdom to guide us and in the universe to kind of support us as we as that journey unfolds. And as I said, it can come down to us. We can make those decisions about what that looks like. We can make decisions about um, the kind of direction that we're going. But along that journey, we're going to find that there are going to be barriers that can come up. And the only way that we can circumvent those or navigate around and over them is really by that internal awareness of what is guiding me here? Am I being guided by fear in this situation? Am I being guided by scarcity? Am I being guided by worries about where this is going and you know, protecting myself from things being worse? Or am I actually being guided by love here in this situation? Am I actually choosing from a space of confidence and trust and, you know, an inner knowing um, that things are unfolding as they need to and that I'm being guided here by that part of me that knows what I need better than anything else, that part of me that knows exactly what I desire, what I want, what I dream of, um, that's actually guiding you to find greater clarity, you know, helping you clear the path to what it is you really want um, and away from 
those things that, you know, that they call, you know, Abraham Hicks calls the contrast that tells you what you don't want, that clarifies for you the path that doesn't make sense for you, the path that doesn't fit for whatever reason, and lining up with the path that feels like a better fit for you, Um, or working with that space of resistance within you to kind of clear the path within you to enable you to follow that path that you dream of. Um, so that is something that I wanted to chat, ad- chat about really today is really about that sense of moving away from an either or proposition of cutting and running or moving forward to opening up that space and allowing many more flexible options to become possible for you through reconnecting with that love within you, through recognizing how you make these decisions and through challenging yourself, you know, really when it comes down to it, these moments where it's tempting to cut and run are the moments that we we need to choose to step up and lead. These are the leadership moments. These are the moments that help us to actually step up and say, I'm going to lead myself through this. I'm not going to run. You know, it's like the lean in concept that um, that's talked about so frequently is this idea of instead of running away from these things or, you know, using that, that flight mechanism that is an innate but primitive mechanism that we have is actually stepping into that higher self, stepping into that leader within you and actually saying, how can I lead myself through this? You know, it's one thing to kind of think about the solutions to the external problems, but really this is about that higher, stepping into that higher self that we have, that higher wisdom, stepping into that leader within us that can help us to navigate through these things, can help us to sit with the feelings that are coming up, can help us to kind of um, release our sense of control and start to step into that vision, start to step into that part of ourselves that just trusts and is confident and is able to kind of move forward knowing that things are unfolding as they should and that by keeping our eye on where we're going in that vision that we are going to come out the other side all the better for it, that we'll be strengthened within ourselves and that the outcomes that we see in our in the world around us are going to reflect the way that we see ourselves and the way that we're operating in the world as well. So I hope that these ideas or these reflections were of value to you today and that you found them interesting or, you know, thought provoking um, or just, you know, something for you to reflect on in your own life and in your own business as a coach or in your entrepreneurial endeavors as well. I'd love to hear from you if you've got thoughts on this idea. Um, Please don't hesitate to leave a comment. Let me know your experience of these sorts of decisions, these either-or decisions, and those times when you are stepping into love as opposed to to fear when you come to these decisions in your life, in your business, um, or in any aspect of um, yeah your world. So I'd love to hear from you. And as I said, if you have had a chance to watch this, please leave a like or comment just to let me know. I'd love uh, to know that you've had a chance to watch it. Until next week, take care. I will um, keep chatting to you via the um, Instagram page um, and I'll look forward to hearing from you and chatting to you next week. Until then, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could please leave a review to let me know. And if you'd like to reach out, be a guest on this podcast or share your thoughts on a topic that we've covered, 
please get in touch at coaching at emilywilkes.com. I'd love to hear from you.